0: All right, good morning. This is Ken Jones, and I am joined by Jose Prado, Aldo Leon, and also David Menendez for another discussion here in Saints and Sinners Unplugged. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been trying to unpack the very important doctrine of justification. What is meant by justification? We've discussed so far that it's a legal declaration, where God declares sinners who are not actually righteous, but God declares them to be righteous because he credits them with the righteousness of his son, whom he credits their unrighteousness to. So therefore, they have a right standing with God based on that double imputation. We've looked at some of the implications on it. We've talked about the, the, the fact that it focuses on an alien righteousness an a righteousness that is outside of us. But today we want to go a little bit further because uh, sometimes people misunderstand. And this has been the, the case historically throughout the church. Every time the emphasis of justification by grace through faith in Christ is, is made, someone thinks that you're undermining the law. Or the doctrine of of sanctification? The first question I want to throw out is, does justification necessarily undermine the doctrine of sanctification? If justification is God declaring sinners to be righteous, then what is, how would you define sanctification?
1: I like to say that sanctification is appropriating more and more experientially what you have positionally in Christ
0: Mm.
2: by faith. Okay. I would say also is um, reflecting the righteousness, of the, the goodness, and the virtue that belongs to Christ. Becoming a reflector, mm. a channel, okay. a conduit by which God um, shines His light.
0: So we're like the moon.
2: There you go. Exactly. We don't exactly. have any light
0: of our own, right? Right. But the moon shines at night because it reflects the light of the sun. The, the, the moon is sanctified. Yes. Okay. It's
2: sunified.
0: Yeah, I
3: like that. I, I would add to that as as well. Uh, just the just the part of sanctification being a setting aside. You know, we have mm. uh, mm-hmm. we have been set aside. We are His. That's good. You, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. like. Uh, uh, you know, the same way that all the instruments in the tabernacle were set aside for God,
0: you know, we have been
3: set aside for God.
0: You know, And, I mean, following that theme, not only set aside for God, but set aside in Christ. In Christ. Yeah. So, yeah, using that language, it, yeah. it emphasizes our union with Christ, which is critical. If justification is God declaring us to be righteous, Then sanctification is God conforming us to the righteousness that He credits to us. Yes, Um, and no one that is justified is not sanctified, or is not being sanctified. But historically, uh, our Protestant uh, confessions and standards they say that sanctification consists in two things: uh, vivification and mortification. Anybody want to take those two topics up? What what does that mean?
2: Well, I think they, they can, they, um, uh, what they mean by that is in mortification that it's the putting to death of sin okay. in our real lives, in our practical lives, and by vivification, and it's that growing, being conformed or, or obedience
0: to mm-hmm. God's uh, commands. And, and by the way, when we talk about putting to death mortification, as Paul uses in Colossians 3, that is not in order to gain anything from God. That is solely because of our present position. In fact, if you follow the logic of Paul in, in Colossians 3, in verse 1, he says, if you've been raised with Christ, then set your mind on things that are above where Christ is seated. Yeah. Set your affections on things above. And then he says, because you have died, and your life yeah. is hidden yeah. in Christ. And I'll and die. it's to that person that has died, yeah. whose life is hidden right. in Christ. Then he says, now put to death.
2: Right. Yeah. But that's the thing, though, that, that uh, I think the... the, the um, trouble that I see as we explain that and take maybe what it's there in the letter and the confession and separate it from the dynamics of justification Mm -hmm. is that 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 putting to death practically arises and flows out of of, out of a putting to death in faith
0: absolutely already having died right
2: but but it's but it's even I want to say I want to put it in a continuous sense it's a result of dying by faith not just of that I died by faith and now I'm just putting all these sins to death, but it's a result of daily, daily dying. Absolutely but daily dying by confessing the death with which God in his word attacks me with.
0: That is the ongoing yeah. repentance that is right, part of the right. Christian life. And that's
2: a justification dynamics at present there.
0: And and I agree <laughs> with you that historically, we have not always been clear on that. No, no. And sometimes yeah. it muddies the water. Yes, yes, yes. But that's when Paul goes on to talk mm-hmm. about, you know, putting off. Mm-hmm. So that's the, you know, viv- uh, the mortify, But then he says put on mm-hmm. or to walk in. But we realize the, who we are in Christ. So our walk ought to reflect our position. It's it's not going to do it. That's why we're always yeah. putting to death. That's sure, why sure, that sure. repentance yeah. is an ongoing yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But those are the two categories that have been introduced and not always faithfully and fully and properly presented by mm-hmm. the church, yeah. but at least those categories follow yeah. biblical concepts. Yeah. Wouldn't yes. you agree? I, yes. I
1: th- yeah, I think, I think a lot of times, like, I mean, you guys are saying is that we present putting off mm-hmm. sin. Right. As this kind of independent,
2: External,
1: subsequent right. yeah. activity, but every single time, Paul, or not even Paul, I, I just think, I just, I just think, post cross yeah. understanding of the Christian life, and even pre, but every time someone talks about putting off sins, they talk about it in the context of sins being put away right. already right. in yes. the gospel. Yeah, there's never any conversation mm-hmm. about putting away sins. Outside of requalifying yeah. that in yeah. that fact that sins have been put away in yeah. Christ, because those things must be wedded together. If if any yeah. of them right. do do justice to any of those concepts, the second you separate them, yes. and putting off sin becomes this uh, yeah. thing that is about just understanding the what I must moral, do moral the, necessity, right, right, and not the death, burial, and resurrection reality. Correct, it, it becomes sinful. I think.
2: Yeah. You know? So, so, so the the putting away of a specific sin in my life results from God putting my sinful person to death.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. In, in the
2: death of Christ. In yes.
1: Christ. Always yes. in Christ.
0: Yeah. Well, let me yeah. let me read a verse because um, and, and that that will talk about the importance or the link between justification and sanctification. I want to read well two verses. First uh, Corinthians chapter one, verses thirty and thirty-one. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus. There you go, union, okay? Mm -hmm. You are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, that righteousness, of course, includes everything God has required of us in the law, and sanctification Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. redemption, so that as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. That's right. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Because of Him, you
2: are in Christ Jesus. I, I find that to be a statement of our new nature. Yes. <laughs> in yeah. other words, I can never define new nature, regeneration, and all these things just just in purely transformational terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have to define it in terms of my union with Christ, yeah. death and resurrection. Anything that, com- anything that comes to me, it comes to me by way of... Right uh, of being renewed in my understanding right? Mm-hmm. and the understanding has to do with being apprehended mm-hmm. in the story of yeah. God's death and resurrection yeah. so God is constantly apprehending me into his story and mm-hmm. that is the yeah. sense of my new nature that is who I am now, I mean it's not, where is new nature in me I don't know, where do you have it, where do you <laughs> yeah. have your new nature in yeah. you I right, think, I
3: think that's why Paul yeah. constantly uses the language of a walk in a manner worthy. Mm. So, of it's the gospel, of the it's so it's in like, you know, Christ. It's like, yeah, I'm a new creation,
2: yeah. and, and and I'm a new nature. I have have a new nature, whatever you know. Folks sometimes understand that to mean must be defined. I think in terms of I'm in Christ. Yeah, right. Right. you Christ have a new relationship. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, just, right. t- just think yeah. about what
1: Paul says in, in <clears throat> Philippians three. I lay hold of. Yeah because of which or that which i have been laid hold of by christ i press yeah, yeah. on right that to me is is, is summarizes very succinctly that dynamic I, i'm laying hold of things because i've been laid hold of because <laughs> someone has laid hold of me I, i'm not i'm not reaching for some sort of standard or reality that that, that is intrinsic to me but yeah. i i have something yeah. already right. and therefore i i i am laying hold of that which i already have in Christ, i'm pressing on because of these things that that's very right. and
2: that's important. why i think the word of god does that flipping of us as a subject oh we know god but then to be known by god yeah, because yeah. this is something that god does to us uh-huh.
0: yeah, yeah this
2: is something that god brings to us by his word notice that is by his yeah. word by his spirit through the, but word. the spirit is through the word through yeah. a message not through an empowered yeah given ability yeah. yeah
0: there's no shock no electric right, shock i right, know right, right, no, right, no infusion in of
2: some at, spiritual at, power at, bowl at, that yeah. causes me to do something it's by the hearing of the message by the hearing of that story that god works in me always apprehended me into that yeah. union with christ death and resurrection
1: yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I think that's uh what, what paul when even in that text you guys are pick, picking up on it doesn't say Christ sanctifies, it says Christ is my sanctification. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's, right. that's, that's very different. Well, <laughs> it's different. well, and that's why... He personifies I, change I, I wanna, in
0: himself. I, I want to move from the two aspects of sanctification to the two dimensions of sanctification. The two aspects of sanctification is mortification and vivification. Putting to death the deeds of the flesh, and we've already explained what that means as well as yeah. what it doesn't mean... And being and, and, and availing ourselves or living in light of who we are in Christ. So that's. So, so yeah. no, if we could just
2: for a moment mm-hmm. uh, stay there on mortification and vivification, as it is usually uh, described and explained, is notice, so mortification is I, I, I quit some type of sin, right? Mm-hmm. 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 And vivification is I do some type of good work, right? Consciously
0: pursue right. That, but yeah.
2: But. Uh, the movement that we see in the Word of God is always a movement down to the grave and Absolutely. out of the grave. is into yeah. death and unto new life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so that is the movement of sanctification yes. that it has to do with our yeah. the story in Christ, with yes. our justification. So God is going to, in the words of Luther, he's going to assault us mm, with yeah. the cross in order to not just... Causes to put away some type of sin, yeah that 's going to happen, yeah, no, <laughs> but he 's first yeah. going to put down our sinfulness in Adam that right. is always trying to rear up its ugly head to corrupt the good works of yeah. god, the yeah. the good yeah. law of Absolutely. God, the old Adam wants to use it, manage yep. it, you know, and and deal with it in such a way that he says i 've got it hey yeah. l- look, look at me i 've mortified. Yep. Well,
0: the hey, flesh, I've done something here. I've often said about 2 Corinthians 4, when Paul says, if our gospel is hidden, is hidden to those whose mind is, has been blinded by the God of this world. And I make, make the point that the God of this world wants to blind you to the gospel, yeah. but he will pump the law into you day and night. Yes. He will lock you into the law and have you look to nothing but the law. But
2: to his wrong
0: view of the law. It's, it's always going to be yeah, twisted. Yeah, the law right. without the gospel. Because he
2: says, hey, you can do it. You can
0: be righteous. Exactly. You, you can be God. Exactly. You can do better on your own, right? That's Yes. Satan doesn't yeah. just want us to not. Um, mm-hmm. turn to Christ. He wants us to be as religious mm-hmm. as possible, right. but just yeah. don't preach the gospel that's because right. that's what, yeah. you That's know, why Luther would say
2: that the righteousness of God is hidden. It, it's revealed, yes. but it's hidden, absconded to it,
0: It's hidden yes. in the cross. So that being the <laughs> case, the, the two aspects, uh, sanctification being vivification and mortification based on our union in Christ, the two dimensions Of sanctification are objective and subjective. And by that, I mean, usually when we talk about sanctification, it's my work. It's me responding Mm -hmm. to grace. It's my active pursuit of righteousness in areas of my life. But the only thing that makes our subjective sanctification worth anything is that we are covered by an objective sanctification, as you noted from the passage in First 1 Corinthians one thirty. Now, people have described that differently. Some talk about positional versus practical, and there was another one that you used earlier, Jose.
3: Yeah, definitive versus progressive. Yeah. You know. So definitive meaning, you know, we we have uh, def, uh, uh, we we are completely sanctified in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, progressive meaning our pursuit of that uh, uh, conformity to Christ. And,
0: and, and by yeah. the way, that is really the language of Scripture. Do you know how many times Christians are defined as being sanctified as if it's a completed thing? Yeah. Right. And then, in fact, the language in, in Hebrews is that those who are being sanctified mm-hmm. are sanctified. Yeah. So that speaks of the practical, our ongoing struggles with with. Our with indwelling sin or remaining sin but yet we are covered by a righteousness outside of us not just for our justification yeah. but also for our sanctification would that be true
1: of course yeah yeah, yeah he, because because i mean there's i guess there's different ways of of taking that text but I, I think when paul says i um, he's received grace and apostle for the obedience of faith um some people say the faith which is obedience or the obedience which is faith, but I think he 's picking up on the idea that the, the obedience it comes from faith mm-hmm. um, and so if obedience comes from faith is if faith works through love if if without faith it 's impossible to please God, you know if then then yeah that, that covering that position that 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 already reality is always what is what is energizing and catalyzing. The, the, you know, the progressive reality. They're, well,
0: they're... And, and I guess part of the reason for that is something that you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, uh, Aldo, that our righteousness is always inconsistent. It stops and starts. There are some things that we get right, but even when we get it right, it's not to the degree that it should be. So, therefore, if we are judged by that alone, then we'd be in trouble. So the righteousness of Christ, like an exterminator's tent, covers us, and underneath, we are putting to death because of our being covered by His righteousness.
1: I think what you're picking up on is, why does Scripture talk about our obedience pleasing God, Mm -hmm. and our obedience uh, meriting or, or or receiving rewards, and why does God talk like that? How could God say we're gonna, he's going to reward anything that we do? Or how can God say he's pleased with anything we do when it's not consistent with his character? But if we're always operating under the objective, the, the, the positional reality, God can indulge yes. children's sloppy, messy behavior, reward it, and, and talk about it. Why? Because it's always under the covering mm-hmm. Exactly. of those objective positional realities. The second you remove that from that, you can't talk about that. God can't say he's pleased with anything you do. God can't say he's happy, he's rewarding you. Unless it's always in that, like you say, in that tent of positional, uh, objective, definitive righteousness in
2: Christ. Uh, I find here in Hebrews 10 an example of that and and the dynamics of what that means. It says, um, the law is only a shatter of the good things that are coming, not the realities themselves. For this reason, it can never by the same sacrifices repeated endlessly, year after year, make perfect... Mm -hmm. those who draw near to worship, what does it mean to make perfect in that objective sense? Mm -hmm. Where it goes on to say, if it could, would they not have stopped being offered? (laughs) What does that mean? For the worshipers would have been cleansed once for all Mm -hmm. and would no longer have felt guilty Mm. for their sins. So it's the idea of being perfected in conscience, in a conscience of I am holy, I am forgiven. God does not impute to me my trespasses. I can worship Him. I can serve Him. So so notice then how the practical sanctification, which is to love God and to love neighbor, and that is our service and our reasonable obedience, right? Yes. Flows out of a conscience that that I have acquired of forgiveness and Mm. holiness outside of myself in the work and person of Christ. Well, in
0: that same chapter, in verse 14 of Hebrews chapter 10, the writer goes on to say, For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Sanctified. So again, there's that dynamic of the two dimensions, already perfected for all time. And who is it that is already considered by God the righteous judge to be perfect for all time those who are presently subjectively being sanctified
2: but there's a struggle against that by the flesh by the old always, adam always, who does not yes. believe that, that god can be that
0: good yeah, yeah. that the yeah. goodness
2: of god can be demonstrated in another for isn't that us? why we yeah. keep
0: rededicating ourselves <laughs> and you know going because we just sure. can't believe no. Yeah. That we did what we did, mm-hmm. and we are still accepted by God. Right. So that right. we feel that we now have to do something. We
2: must do well, penance.
3: We must. Yeah. Well, we I think, must, we well, I think do, the way yeah. the way sanctification is usually defined in our churches today is 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 as uh, justification is this passive thing. Mm-hmm. Sanctification is where you get to work. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? So. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, but yep. there's that's like there's some truth to that, but sure, it
1: definitely sure. needs nuancing. And yeah,
2: definitely.
3: Right. So, so I think is being able to define what is the mode of that work. Like it, what, it is it what is, what the is it, mode it of being grounded in
2: that definitive yes. objective work of God for us. Yes, yes. That then energizes, frames, produces our our good works. Yes. So it's always going back to the cross. It's always mm. going back to um, this. And I like that, that. We don't hear that language a lot talked about today. It. It's, it's all transformational. Right. But the transformation begins at a declarative level where God speaks to my conscience. But but
0: see, if it doesn't, right. and that's why, if it doesn't begin at the, the, the point of declaration, then that effort on our part is the cause of something. And our righteousness right. is never the cause of anything. No, it is the righteousness that we receive mm-hmm. in Christ that is, is the cause itself of our pursuit of righteousness.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Listen, listen, to this text. I love the language of Scripture because it just so rips all of our our Christian like uh, fortune cookie just <laughs> gone. It just tears up. Listen, listen, pause this. The goal of this command is love. Okay. Affection. Yeah. Is, it's taken us to affection. Mm-hmm. Love. Right. And love produces all mm-hmm. sorts of things. I think that's where we stop. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We got a lot of love. love it, but let's look at yeah. positive. Go love through. that comes from a pure heart. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A pure heart. Yeah. And te- all right. And we stop there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, let me, let, well, let me clean my myself up. Heart. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> a good conscience yeah. and sincere faith. Mm. Conscience. Mm. Faith cleanses our conscience. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Our, our guilty conscience, right? Yes. Yeah. And then it moves us to yeah. affection, which moves us to all else. So yeah. that, that, that chain yeah. is, begins and, and is always going back to the objective. What faith is yeah. looking to the, the object of faith, Christ. Yes.
2: And because there's an enemy of that. In other words, there's the surreal battle against sin. But then we yeah. need to define fundamentally what sin is. And if we just define sin in terms of the outward actions, yes. Yeah, let's but just cleanse ourselves. But if it yeah. is a condition that yes. I live with of corruption, that is daily felt and experienced in sinful desires, yeah. I live in the midst and experience in sinful desires that every day challenge that declaration from outside that I'm holy and righteous and yes. forgiven. Yeah. Yes, that's why. So there's a need for my conscience to be
0: daily informed And the only thing that can inform that conscience is the announcement of the gospel. This is why preachers, listen, Mm -hmm. this is our job. I know we want to fix everybody's marriage, but we need to tell people who have faith in Christ that your sins are forgiven and you are now indwelt by mm. His Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you, in the eyes of God, you are yeah. seated in heavenly places because, in Christ Because Jesus. then,
2: to be really provocative, our marriages can fail, but it's all right. Yes, Our health can yes. fail, but, but it's, it's all right. right. Exactly. Everything can go to hell, but yes. we're not going to but hell. But we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God you. for yeah. that.
0: Brothers and sisters, again, this has been another um, interesting discussion here with Saints and Sinners Unplugged. We look forward to joining you again next week.